Hello and welcome to Motor Cult episode 9. I'm Eric Berger and I'm joined as always by Ryan Sinitsky. How's it going? Hello there. Welcome back once again. Um, let's start off as we've been doing more recently once again with beer. I see you've got us another uh, crowler or as you call it. This is a oil can because oil can. the first one of these I ever had was a Foster's oil can and it tasted like garbage. So it tasted like oil. Okay, sounds good. Yes, it did. As actually, so I tell think, me, I think it was actually oil. Tell me what kind of beer it is. This is actually a brewery I've never heard of. Uh, it looked delicious, so I got it. It's called Broken Clock is it Brewing. Frank Brewing because it's so silent <laughs> that you've never heard of it. I, I think so. Okay. Um, no, it's called Broken Clock Brewing. It's from Minneapolis. I'd never heard of this brewery, even though I'm from. That this is state. the largest suburb of Buffalo. Yes, it is the largest suburb of Buffalo, Minneapolis. Um, it's actually named after the state in which Buffalo is in, the state of Minneapolis. Oh, it's excellent. It must be good. So, this is uh, called the Community Kolsch. Uh, it Kelsch. is a Kolsch. Kelsch. 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 It's an umlaut over an O. Which I don't you fucking care. O? It's called Kelsch. Is it called a Kelsch? It's a Kelsch. What country is it from? I don't give a shit. It's called a Kelsch. Mm. All right. <laughs> I'm going to open it, and we're going to see if it tastes like shit or not. <laughs> Kelsches are good. <laughs> The, the question is, is it better than a Green Belt Premium? Which likely is. It's hard to get worse than that. Well, go fuck yourself. The Green Belt Premium, it's like... It's fine. It's I prefer Nordeast. It, I it bought is, Premium yes. to switch it up. Yeah, I guess it does make you more... Just, okay. Okay, I'm just going to open it. Put that by it. the I'm microphone. Open no, I'm opening I'm, it. Excellent. All right. Most good. That is now open. That doesn't work. Um, let's see here. Sorry for the listeners, while Ryan pours, Jenna's also here, and she just showed the table a photograph of a cat with an Apple Watch around its neck, trying to detect a heart rate, and I can say with certainty that that does not work. I tried that on Modi, there was no heart rate. Is Modi dead? Uh, I don't think so. He's very fat, so I mean, he's so basically he, he dead. He might be but, dead. <laughs> I mean, it's just like any fat person. All right. Well, let's give it a try. That kind of smells like, oh, beer. It smells like an IPA. Oh, my. Tastes yes. delicious, though. Tastes like a really flavorful Pilsner. Yep, that's basically what a Kolsch is. Kolsch. Kelsch. I've been calling it wrong my entire life. You can say it however you want, but, I mean, one's going to be right. That was me. You can blame me for the ping there. I yeah. muted it. I have since muted it. We, I was we... just playing the lawyer, and it wasn't on mute. Oh, Let's should... talk about that. I was just playing the Soviet National Anthem. <laughs> I turn on my... That's normal. It's fine. Okay. Um, Beer. Yeah, no, this is actually, I would say this is a good beer. So, Broken Clock Brewing. Uh, I would say it's 53 it's, times better than the premium I also have here. Yes, that, that is a, I would say about 58, but um, I'm How many bit, metric tuckers is that? A uh, thousand. Wow. Um, it is, it's got an IBU like of 28, apparently. Yeah, it's a really cool wrap on Is that vinyl or is that something else? I'm pretty sure it's vinyl because I don't think they have much May money I? since I've never heard of them. So, they probably just vinyl wrap their can. That's a pretty good idea. Yeah, that's, that's clever. Too. If if Barcode you're on it, if you're a starving brewery, like I would, I, I would absolutely absolutely recommend Broken Clock Brewing. Yeah, um, I've never even been there. I didn't even know they. I didn't know they. It were established in 2015, so they're fairly new. Um, but yeah, their Kolsch is fantastic. Um, Kelsch. Kelsch, whatever. Um, it is fantastic. I agree. That's got. I mean, it, it, I don't really uh, like the aroma of it, but I think most of that's the CO two. I the yeah, no, it, it kind, it it's like. got like kind of a. The same, like, it almost looks like a wheat beer when you're looking at it too. That's, it's that, really that's, cloudy. That's how they are, right? I've been mispronouncing this name my entire life um, of a this Kelsch. style of beer, a Kelsch. Mm. I've been mispronouncing it my entire life, but it is, um, it, it's kind of my go-to style of summer beer. Okay. Uh, 
the Clown Shoes Mango Kalsh. Ooh, Kalsh. Yeah. Yeah, Kalsh. The Clown Shoes Mango is delicious. It, that might be my favorite summer beer of all I, time. And I, actually, I will bring that That sounds next really time. good. Yeah. It is so good. This beer with a little bit of a really light fruit infusion would yeah. be so good. And that's exactly day. what Clown Shoes did with the mango. And uh, that... Uh, that is a dangerous beer if you intend on driving anywhere. Because the Kelsch has a little bit of a savory quality to yes, it. Yes, it does. So it's not, you, so, you can drink a ton of it and you don't get that really like, oh, I'm just sick of this sweet beer. Yeah, it, that, that's kind of the problem because that will make you uh, want to go somewhere afterwards and then you'll end up with white plates and you have to blow into a tube to start your car. Yeah, well, uh, I've heard there's a company called Smart Start Minnesota that installs interlocks. I'm just kidding, fuck that place. <laughs> yeah, no, the beer I, is, is very, very good. Um, yeah, oh, this man. is this is probably the best not fruity flavor. I kind of hope you bring Kelsch. a shitty beer one of these days so we can stop being so positive about it. I'll just everything. grab any IPA. How about for next week? Please, and don't. then we'll just be really unhappy. I take it back. Actually, <laughs> I want to be positive. That yeah, let's good. be positive. It's a good because we always we get negative, and I want to end up. I want to start positive, and before we go negative, well, I, I would rather stay positive than negative because like beer is something that's supposed to be. A really good thing. Something yes, you look is. forward to. It's not like going out to a car with mechanical injection or something. It's not going to What are you talking about? Well, I'm just saying, like, a beer is good. I want yeah, it to work. Well, no, I, I like mechanical. I was trying to make, like, a metaphor or whatever, because oh. mechanical injection sucks. Well, yeah, but it's on every one of my favorite cars. So I have to deal with it. But it's still bad. It's not that bad. Dude, I had an 88 Mercedes 300E I bought. It had... Every, everything diagnostic-wise, perfect. Good timing, good spark, good crank signal, had good fuel. and I So you bought a shit car. I probably did. But I put a new fuel distributor. I did everything. OVP relay was good. Thing wouldn't fart, wouldn't pop, no nothing. Well, all right. So you might have had a different issue than that. But the thing is, all right. So I have an 86 Subaru. That has, that has electronic fuel injection. And how is that working for you? Fucking horribly. That's how it's working. Interesting. Horribly. Is it, it D-Jet? No, it's not D-Jet. It's just normal fuel injection. Like, you get on, like, a 97, like, in, like legacy. It, it probably has it's, low impedance injectors with, like, the feed yeah. capillary tubes on yeah, it. Yeah, actually, it's got exactly that one. So it's it, probably it, D-Jet with, like, D-Jet scribbled out and, like, hung chung poo scribbled into it or something. Yeah, something like that. But, I mean... I'm assuming that's who made it for Subaru. No, it was um, Hitachi. But still, that's better... Oh, well, great. Now I sound that is That is, like... Hands down, worse in every way than CIS. I okay. I I will partially give you that because CIS, when it was new and originally sold on these cars, was really good at maintaining lambda. It was maintaining air fuel mixture. It yeah. was really bad at making power. The throttle response was terrible. It was really bad at lasting a long time. I think the throttle response being terrible is more a matter of the intake manifold. No, it's a matter of fluid dynamics because air is a compressible fluid. Yeah, but it's and there's a huge volume of air between the throttle blade and the fuel flap meter thingy and that giant stupid fuel distributor. Mm. You know, it's a metering body. I know it's a different part. You're not wrong. You're not right. I mean, you're wrong. Fuck you. I'm gonna bring in an expert. Trig. Hello. <laughs> there. This is an expert. Oh, no. This is a man that knows everything about CIS. <clears throat> yeah, he well, you know what? Here. I bet he's going to partially agree with me, too. I well, think that you're wrong. Uh, to preface uh, all my CIS knowledge with a statement that Ryan had uh, told me many, many years ago. When being good at CIS is like being good at being on fire. <laughs> it's not something you should be proud of. <laughs> That's very true, actually. <laughs> 
<laughs> I forgot I had said that. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> you told that to me. Oh, it was probably 2011 when I was working on my uh, oh, 91 yeah, your 190. 190E, which I bought from... I was going to say, where did you get that car? That's I someone... bought it from you for $441. In $451. Nope, so. $441, because the other competitive buyer offered you 440 Okay. And, and I was a cheap bastard. And didn't you deliver that money in nickels because you were collecting nickels from everybody in high school? I do recall <laughs> some of it being in stranger denominations, but yes. I do not believe the entire Not the whole thing, but nickels. there was a lot of nickels. A lot of nickels. <laughs> so a, a majority. A man's got to do what a man's <laughs> oh, got to yeah. do. Well, that was the brilliant part of it. You just simply state, I love nickels because everyone else hates nickels, and they start giving you nickels. For you and then you get a Mercedes. Had you paid me in $2 bills, I would still have every single one of them. I, I, like I do have a pile of $2 bills in my car. Right are now. they uncirculated? These are, but I have uncirculated ones at home with consecutive uh, numbers. Yes, it's very satisfying. Well, that sounds like money laundering. Anyway, <laughs> CIS. <laughs> oh, either way, CIS. Yes, the whole topic <clears throat> for uh, me being So, here. continuous injection system, <clears throat> CIS, is a mechanical fuel injection system very popular, especially with freaking European shit from yep. the 1970s to the 1990s. Mm-hmm. When, or at least the K-Jet stuff. Right. And well, there's, there's did, many iterations. Didn't they of, do that as a way? Because it, it's, it's better than a carburetor, well, but well, it, it's, it's so not as it's expensive what, as What happened originally, uh, it was just called Jetronic, which he referred to earlier as D-Jet, which is yeah. a retro name because when K-Jet came out, they needed what to figure out what to call the other one. And K okay. is a short okay. word for, for like mechanical. Yeah. Which means the continuous. German word for mechanical starts with a K. So yeah. it, it's, oh, no, probably it's a for continuous because it's continuous injection system. Yeah, that, I knew yes. that. Yeah. So, but basically, uh, the first iteration D Jet mm-hmm. was the predecessor to common rail fuel injection. Okay. And actually ran off of the distributor firing in batches of two. So, um, so the injectors would get constant pressure, and yeah. it would just. That makes sense. It had a fuel pump. It had what looked like modern injectors. Yeah. So on it. it was actually a fairly sophisticated and clever. Set up, and but it was completely analog. Yeah, the computer it was huge. Yes, it used. Um, I wanted to say it was thirty-five analog transistors, and this is what the time where a transistor was barely solid state. We're talking like the early nineteen seventies, late nineteen sixties. Yeah, I think uh, at first, so uh, like the first one 60s. came out nineteen sixty-four. This is, this is, this is so before was, like yeah. the microprocessor, and, like. The yeah. 8008. Yep. Yeah. This, was, this, was, this was ladder logic type shit. Yeah. Oh this is like purely like analog, solid state. and Which is beautiful in a way, but also no, it's really it horrifying. Oh, yeah. Well, and the thing is, is <laughs> I, if I remember correctly, at that time, all that was... Uh, I'm probably going to butcher this because I always get the two mixed up. But geranium. Yep, it's geranium transistors, which you cannot acquire anymore. So oh. if you have a, why can't you acquire them? Are this were they made in Russia or the Soviet Union or something? Or? Oh no, no, no! Soviet block stuff was used here. They were clever enough to use carburetors. No. Yeah, those, <laughs> yeah, they were clever enough. You're right. <laughs> those ladders were built like tanks. They were. <clears throat> but anyway, so, I actually, I have two original DJET computers that I bought. That's unfortunate. I, I, need, I, I should <laughs> preface. I, I should preface this conversation by saying, in 2011, I agreed with Berger. Yep. And I was, I yes. So. You are correct, Burger. However, now that we have the expert here, I have a question. Fire away. Um, back in 1957, um, Chevrolet had the fuel-injected Tri-5s oh, and Corvettes. Hillborns. Is, oh, how is that no. different than CIS? Do you See, know? Hillborn is kind of like a, an eroticus obsession for me. 
I don't know what it is. I just love it so much. <laughs> I love one aspect of the Hillborn system, and that's the intake manifold. Yes, that's what it is for me as well. Oh, my word. That the is sound it makes, the look of it, the everything look of about it. It's oh. just incredible. Yeah. I mean, I see Ryan furiously masturbating. I mean, sorry, Googling over there <laughs> the Hillborn injection intake manifold. Yeah. And for those who don't know, Hillborn injection was like the one and only way to make true power back in the day. Oh. Yeah, that's awesome. He has just discovered for the yeah. first time the Hillborn injection. He better not uh, have any desire to acquire it because buying one from like the 50s that doesn't quite work and is incomplete is still like $2,000. And that's like buying a Kugelfischer <laughs> system. I, oh, yeah. You yeah. just don't want to do that. No, no. And let me step back and say that CIS is significantly better than a Kugelfischer injection <laughs> Le- Leaps and so, bounds. What, the Kugelfischer one? Kugelfischer. That's on the, the early <clears throat> 70s, late 60s BMW 2002 TII, the injection. Mm-hmm. Okay. That had, it was a lot like the VW turbo diesel motor, not the TDI, but the one prior to that where it had a freaking Bosch pump running on the timing belt. <laughs> Gross. But the beauty was it used gasoline, which isn't a good lubricant, and it used plastic fuel lines. <laughs> which I imagine <clears throat> was early plastic and reactive to fuel. Correct. It yes. was, Perfect. Uh, I'm blanking on the name for the early plastic, but it... Uh, Bakelite. Yeah, it was Bakelite. <laughs> oh, the one that's made of phosphorus. <laughs> uh, basically, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, there was maybe some volatile things happening in your fuel <laughs> injection system. Yeah, so what would happen is the fuel would be passing through it, and with the addition of heat and you know petroleum distillates it become very very brittle perfect and then, and those engines tended to vibrate a little bit oh my god <laughs> so basically you just turn into a sprinkler of gasoline yep perfect. or just sprinkler of death so if you see a tii prefer. these days sprinkler. and it still has like a google fisher injection pump on it that person <clears throat> has spent some money because most of those are just like twin dcoe 45s on them now the yeah, google yeah. fisher's in a box in yeah. the trunk <laughs> i have it if you want to deal with it yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah. like it's original but it's not. So um, I know that on the 280Z, I think a 260 maybe, in the 280ZX Datsun cars, mm-hmm. they used uh, Jetronic. Was that K-Jetronic then? Was that? Oh. Because I, I, don't, I don't recall. That's seen, one vehicle I, I'm not super familiar with. That was a debate with. we had a couple of weeks I ago. I don't recall <clears> that has, I don't recall seeing a fuel distributor out like you see on an old Mercedes. Yeah, no, because I'm, I'm used to dealing with, the Porsches, Volkswagens, Mercedes, you know, right. the angry German variants. Well, and a little bit of the Volvo. Volvo. But I mean, again, as Ryan and I were talking, you weren't here for that, but my boss has a 72 240Z. Mm-hmm. And it has an L28 in it. I don't know what year it's from, but it has factory EFI on it. It's got an AFM on it, so it's clearly like maybe a late 70s, but mm-hmm. probably 80s system. Yeah, so if... So it'd probably be out of the ZX, I believe. The, the so it's out of a 280ZX? Also had it. It did? It, probably yes. in the later models, like the, uh, the, just the 78s just the or something? Just the 280Z. Anyway, the that system's yeah. good. Let's talk about the shit yeah, fire show that is We want to know more about the angry We're German here variants. for mechanical injection. Yes. So, all right. So uh, on the CIS ones, I mean, you... you Took the pussy way out and got rid of your CIS for the significantly better Yeah, the better pussy version. way was way better this throttle response, much simpler and higher power output. Hey, sometimes it's okay <laughs> to be me. a pussy. Well, like, that's totally fine. It's on the whole power output thing, see, it is possible to make 
a lot of power on CIS. Yeah, that's why all the early Callaway turbo cars and shit ran CIS. Yeah. Well, no, I'm talking like, uh, so there is a individual in Richfield, actually. He Richfield, had, Minnesota? Yeah, Richfield, okay. Minnesota. So There's a lot of Richfields in the world. So. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. R- R- Richfield, Minneapolis. Because yeah. according Let's to be Jalopnik, the state of Minnesota is the state of Minneapolis, and Buffalo is the city within is the, the capital. state yeah, capital of Minneapolis. Oh, well, that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, Richfield is like the St. Paul. Yeah, this is all harking back to our very first episode of the podcast. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> Which was tragic to listen to, but still pretty good. <laughs> yes, it was. It was absolutely atrocious sounding. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we are the kings of digression, but please yeah. power through. So there is this... I forget his name, <clears throat> but um, I learned about him through my old buddy Dave, who was uh, an engine builder. He built top fuel engines through the 1970s. Okay. So what this gentleman did... He sounds like a profoundly lonely individual. Oh, he was a very... Uh, he was basically the dude from The Big Lebowski. Awesome. So yeah. I'm not sure if you've ever met any of Trigg's friends outside of myself, but uh, no. with the exception of like the handful of street racers you hang out yeah. with... They're all very, very dry old men. Yeah. They are flaky and everything. I can well, I'm losing. Kind of there aren't as many of them. They're dying of old age. Well, they're so. dropping like flies. Yeah. yeah. I can <laughs> empathize. Most of my best friends are in their 40s and 50s because I just don't have anything in common with young folks. I mean, folks. mine are like 60, 70, and 80 years old. And they were that futzing is... with top fuel stuff like hydrazine and... Oh, my you God. Know, and they're still alive. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> They're, you did actually tell me that. Every yeah. single yeah. Every, half of them are every single one of them looks like Nikki Lauda. Yeah, <laughs> they're all just but, horrible but brain way, victims. Too soon. Too soon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Back to the long-winded story of CIS. What he did is he actually took a field distributor off of one of the uh, Mercedes 560s. Mm. Like 86 to 91. Yes. Yep. Yes. yes. I, I remember the, the one you had. I've had a couple of them. I still have them, actually. If you know anybody looking for fuel dizzies. Uh, no, I'd rather burn. Exactly. <laughs> I'd rather burn. See? See? It's not yeah. so great. The adjustment <laughs> See, tool is a hammer, but it's a specifically oh, calibrated no, no. hammer. So I'll get to that in a second. But um, <laughs> <laughs> So what this guy did is he modified, uh, modified this thing with a pair of early Garrett turbochargers on a 64 Corvette. And I want to say it was a big block Chevy stuffed in there. Yeah, something, something Chevy. And he somehow made this all work. Short for Chevrolet. Short for Chevrolet. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) like a rock, like a rock. (laughs) And he somehow managed to coax about 1,400 horsepower out of this thing. With CIS? With CIS. It made all kinds of power, but. For five minutes? No, no, no. It's it's still, the system is still like together and functional, but um, yeah, but it's ignition that you got to worry about on those things. But the issue was, hmm, it made that power and only that power. <laughs> it had the worst idle characteristics. It was a miracle if you got it started. The bottom, I don't know, two thirds of your RPM band. I mean, let's be honest, they weren't very usable, but. If you're going down the quarter Early mile, Garrett turbochargers were known for their low lag characteristics, Trig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? Especially large ones. Yeah. So I remember I mean, the 930 turbo. Yeah. So, I mean, they, it, they worked out together very well. But, yeah. So, I mean, the thing made... So, was it boost referenced at all, or was it all just using a flapper doors? The flapper door. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This was so proper fabric cobbling. So, I, I imagine... Pr- Below boost, it de- it just was black soot like a diesel the entire time. 
I, I I never saw the thing run. That was, I mean, when I was a twinkle in my father's eye. So. But allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> I mean, my father's several hundred years old, so we don't really clearly. Know. I think he's a tree as well. Yeah, <laughs> he was born out of a tree. I've seen it happen. <laughs> his fa- his whole, his entire family like tree is literally that trees. is pass number eight for the 500 cubic inch caddy how is he having gas left <laughs> <laughs> this guy's been driving across for the last two episodes <laughs> non-stop like the guy has to have used a half a tank of gas in this driveway alone well you know he has a refinery in his garage <laughs> he probably does. i bet it's cis swapped it's probably getting great <laughs> <laughs> so that's the that's the thing with CIS. You can make stupid power with the sacrifice of drivability. Uh, CIS's problem is not delivering sufficient fuel no. because they operated extremely high fuel yeah. pressures. Yep, especially for the era. Yeah, so how I mean, factory fuel pressure is like nine, 70, 90. 90, 90 yeah. So, so you're you're kind of like five bar the below seventy five year old king of CIS tuning, at least in Minnesota. Yes, it's yeah, a very absolutely. strange thing to witness. Um, I, I know. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm wondering. How do you even tune it? <laughs> so oh let me um, let me preface with a couple of um, you show of my, us we describe. Well, yes. <laughs> well, I, I'm just going to read off the the notes on how to do it. Well, I mean, oh no, I'm not even going to tell you how to tune it because we would run out of time. <laughs> um, there's let's see here. This Mercedes 300's been let stand 16 years. The CIS injection system's given us lots of problems. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and convert it to injection. <laughs> Wheeler Dealers. And my favorite episode of Wheeler Dealers is probably the last episode with Ed China. Where oh, with the incredibly expensive Cadillac or whatever it was? Yeah, it was. Where he spends like $50,000 oh on this. Like, no, it was on he buys a $150,000. He buys a super, like a museum piece and takes the engine out of it just to make their car <laughs> run. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh, Trig, have you ever watched Wheeler Dealers? Yes. All right. So, you know, Ed China, the technician that they The one that wears on orange gloves. Yep. yep. So he he quit last season, and his way of quitting his was principles. yeah his his way of quitting was the best way of quitting I've ever heard of. He was he demanded <laughs> that he wanted to choose the car for one episode for the first time in the entire series history. Mm-hmm. He chooses to like like restore Cadillac. no, it was older. It was a 1916 V8 Oldsmobile. Oh my god! <laughs> was, I can only imagine the cost associated. And, and no, yeah, it was a Cadillac. It was, it was like a, a 1916 V8 Cadillac or it something. Was like, it was the first Cadillac that had the yeah. conventional pedal layout. Yep. Yeah, and so it which, had like a seven-piece V8 because they couldn't cast yep. the block. Which actually, coincidentally, is the car that made everyone else follow suit because of yes. that layout. Exactly. But yeah. that's well, that's very thing. important. I mean, which is it's a there. really cool car, but that's not the sort of car you restore for a TV show. Yeah, but because their primary thing was reselling it to the you know. Oh, they, they lost their shirts John on it. That, that was his, yeah. That was his way of quitting. Was it was he great. just took all of their money away? It literally, from the like they couldn't rebuild their engine in time, so he literally went and like borrowed a museum car and took it apart, and then had to buy it because he <laughs> oh put he the museum it. car's engine into theirs, and then they were gonna take it on a road rally, and the episode <laughs> never- legit ends because they missed the entry to this road and rally. the car broke oh broke down God. and then he just quit it was the best that bet. was a quarter million dollar beautiful <laughs> beautiful fuck you to the network oh, it was so good it was so fantastic so no, I, the episode i was talking about they had a they did a 2002 tii okay it, it was like a california mm-hmm. well, that was actually car. a quote 
from them. This car's been let stand 17 <laughs> oh, years. No! All the seals within the Kugelfischer pump have been well perished. We're going to take it to a specialist and get it rebuilt and hopefully turn a tidy profit on this cracking little motor. Ain't going to happen. <laughs> they did get it running. They found a specialist. Oh, they got it running, but they didn't make money on it. They did make think, a little, but not yeah, what they should Yeah, have. exactly. They, they should have put Mac. some carbs on it. Yeah, if they had got some DCOEs, they would have been way ahead of the game. Or do what I do is take the late E30 stuff and just throw fuel injection on it and it, it works way better. Putting a Megasquirt 3 Pro on mine, I think that'll be fine. Oh, yeah. yeah that'll work fine. Yeah. yeah, for those who have CIS and would don't like to do it. tune it. Please don't. Yeah, just... Don't. What? Don't do Megasquirt? Don't, don't. No, please do Megasquirt. Yeah, do I was just going to say, CIS. don't waste your time with CIS. I'm an expert. I know what I'm talking about. Yes. Don't. And let me, uh, you know, on the whole tuning of it, let me tell you a little something about it. And this I'm comes from a... Um, a CIS manual for shops, you know, telling, uh, you know, I'm service sure writers or technicians fantastic. how to communicate with their customers. But let me, uh, <clears throat> the K-Jet mixture adjustment is so sensitive that it'll change when you put your three millimeter Allen wrench <laughs> into, uh, into the adjustment screw. So simply inserting oh a God. three millimeter <laughs> Wrench. And for the uh, American listeners in this audience, that's 1.78 inches? Yes. Yes. So this is... 1.78 inches? Correct. <clears throat> that's three millimeters. Yes. Yeah. Don't look into it. That, that's just not he, true. I think you missed the decimal. <laughs> um, it's all right, though. <laughs> I'm adjusting for inflation. I'm just looking this up. It's point one one. I adjusted it for inflation. <laughs> <laughs> what part of that... Div- you fucker. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. Either please, way. Please continue. So basically, simply inserting the tool to adjustment to adjust your fuel. Do go on. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> tool insertion. Can Nobody's ever going to listen to this fucking episode. It. They will have turned it off by now. Oh, yeah. Like, we do not care about mechanical fuel injection. Yeah. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah the, the second you see CIS, like, oh, God, I already have a headache. No. So basically. It, inserting the tool. Is gonna, so yeah. basically, inserting the tool is going to break it. Well, it won't break it, but it'll make you cry. Oh my god! So because that will be a when when I used to tune it, what I would do is I'd put the Allen's, you know, just the little L shaped wrench, the thing that weighs about point two grams, yeah, in there, and then I would just, lightly touch the top. Oh my god! Just tap, this tap, is tap, very tap. seductive. I know. <laughs> touch the top. So apparently, tuning CIS is like a really shitty romance. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I didn't know this. It, it's like a drunk romance. Because let me. Let me uh, read off another bit Please for do. you. No, I'm excited. And Not in that way. <laughs> <laughs> Just regular excited. If you feel uneven resistance when you move the airflow sensor plate... <laughs> okay, it, it basically says beat it against some wood. <laughs> All right? There's actually a picture... There's a picture... Of a man smacking the field distributor yep. against wood. That is that is actually <laughs> we are looking at this picture from the manual and it is literally a man. It is a black and white developed film image <laughs> that has somehow been microfilmed down and inserted into a nineteen seventies <laughs> dealership service manual. Yes. And it does show a very delicate and precise fuel distributor. <laughs> Against wood blocks. Yes. <laughs> so basically, CIS is Do a those fuel wood blocks system. Have part numbers. So so. Uh, right. Yes, but they're very long in German. Can, okay. can I just <laughs> just to understand this? This is a fuel system which is so sensitive. Mm-hmm. Merely touching it, looking at it the wrong way, will set it wrong, 
And if you feel undue resistance, you're supposed to smack it against a block of wood. Yes. <laughs> this is why consent forms exist now. Yes, exactly. That. So that's why that's where you get that, that long-running joke from the Volkswagen community about smacking their CIS with a hammer. Because that is an yes. actual factory procedure. Because oh, Volkswagen God. people do not have the factory-supported wood implements. Yeah, and no, they no, can't no. afford them. It's, it's from exactly. a particular tree. It has to be balsa wood only. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a specifically dense type of red... Red ash. Oh, no, Seriously, so, so it's actually. You, so one second, one second. You're telling me at one point Volkswagen had a tool which is just a block of wood, but it was like a specifically made block of wood. Oh, it was a specific type of tree. It's a specific species. This is all. I guess I shouldn't be surprised. You have to is, take density into account. You do. It's a very, very heavy wood. This is also. It doesn't float. If you used American white oak, you'd get offended. That Americans touching point. German vehicles impossible. And white oak floats. Wedding well, th- this is also a uh, the same car company that has a part number for a sausage. A so- <laughs> okay, I believe it's five sausages, Ryan. It, it is. It, it is. Please tell sa- me this is true. It's it a is real- a quintet of meat tubes. <laughs> All right. Um, here, what's that? Volkswagen part number one nine nine three nine eight five zero zero alpha. And try a this at home. Is in fact. Five currywursts <laughs> oh, made yeah. by Volkswagen. Nothing like a good old Vindaloo. Apparently, what is the part number for the pasta? I don't know, but oh. that is apparently, according to uh, British celebrity chef Polly Hollywood, is actually really delicious. It's incredibly spicy, but very delicious. So, if any of our Patreon listeners have access if any of our listeners want to become patreons yes and have access to if you want to have an alternative to patreon please send us volkswagen part number 199-398-500-A and i will make you a patreon for one month (laughs) screw that i'll send you a motor cult shirt yes and we, we will send you a shirt and an autographed picture of margaret thatcher Possibly Anne Frank if we can't find the Thatcher pick. But <laughs> I brought my Anne Frank pick. We're Good. Ready. We'll we'll just photocopy Triggs. No, you can have it. I, I don't want that. I, I don't want that either. You that's don't put that yours. on me. Um, <laughs> I'm not all right, good at being so, quiet. So, so, sorry. So, so CISI, uh, it, it's... Um, it has its, its uses. It's, it's not good. <clears throat> yeah. So, so basically, it was a phenomenal system it's, it's an for what it was designed to do when it was new. Now... The, like operating now, at... Inclines. 40 years later. Yeah. Well, I mean, so basically one of the big issues with CIS is they used a lot of rubber and plastic parts and connectors. Huh. And guess what happens when they get hot, when they sit up against manifolds and then with age? Well, I'm guessing they get, but this is a shooting from the hip. I'm guessing they get brittle. I can actually, I'm going to take this a step further as this is early plastics. Like Bakelite, Bakelite, which is oh no made, no see this is this continues this is, all the way into the nineties yeah they had real plastic so plastic. real plastics petroleum and, so like actually like ABS plastic and then it's just probably even better than that oh yeah it's probably like PET or something yeah oh my god and so, then it only gets it dries out and then breaks so it dries it's, out and, and it's some and ridiculous part number that you cannot replace I would make oh no they still offer all the part numbers but chain rail joke you know it's one of those deals you know. If you have to ask, you shouldn't have bought the car in the first place. Oh and it's one of those situations probably where the tiny plastic part costs considerably more than converting your car to injection. Yes. Fuel injection. Mechan- yeah. Not mechanical. Electronic 
Sorry, electronic fuel injection. Yeah. So, all right. So, my question is, my, my next question. I'm sorry, I keep asking you questions. That's fine. It's kind of what I'm here for. Yeah, right? it's, it is what you're here for. Oh shit, that's right. I <laughs> really, 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 really properly want a 560 SEC, mm-hmm. or a 420 SE. Mm-hmm. Is kind of a daily driver. You're wrong. You well, he can fuel inject it. Like, I have all the things to do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Okay, so let me. Uh, so, how much do you plan on spending on one of those cars? Oh God, I don't know, man. Like five grand, five grand sounds. Okay, so that let me like uh, let me tell you an old one. statement that someone I don't remember who, probably one of my ancient friends, told me many, many moons ago. Before they died. Before they died. Um, <laughs> do you have any friends fine. left alive? Are they trees? <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing like a Lord of the Rings movie where they were talking to trees. I just picture that as Triggs' friend. Yeah, that, that's all I imagine. These wise trees that tune CIS. <laughs> no, if you're wise, you wouldn't work with CIS at all. Oh, okay, so I'm going to take that as a backhanded compliment, and I accept. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> why do all the cars I love suck so much? So basically, you can convert them. To the, the old <laughs> statement is. A cheap Mercedes is the most expensive decision of your life. That, that, and believe me, I know this for a fact. I keep buying them. <laughs> That's true. You have an abundance of yeah, them. I currently have four. That is a very small so number of vehicles. You have the, well, it's four out of seven are Mercedes. You, you, That's you still have, a fairly small well, so number. So you, you have the the 190 still, I yeah. imagine. All right. And you got the, the 320E or E320. E320. The yep. E320 that you brought here. Yep. And then does that have CRS? No. Thank God. All right. Anyway. Um, I, and then you have your is diesel. That Motronic? Huh? Is that Motronic? Yeah. Okay. And so and it's going to get mega you, you have You have your diesel, yes. and then what else? Is then there? I have a 1996 C36 AMG. Ooh, no that's way. That's a properly cool Yes, car. I do. When did you get that? Uh, a couple years ago. But there's one thing that might make you angry in all of our German listeners. It has a V8. It has an LS1 in it. I don't care. Where's the old engine? The previous owner sold it. What a yabo. I know. That's fine. Was it local? Yeah. I think I got offered that engine, and I didn't buy it because I'm dumb. Yeah. I mean, the, a secret part of me wants a, to buy a 36M104 is like, there. I, oh, I have an obsession with that engine. It's beautiful. I kind of want like a nice C36, just yeah. stock. Yeah. But I want a five-speed convertible. You know the guy uh, that... I know, where that you can, I know where you can find one. So, you know the guy that did that we'll song, Closing <laughs> Time, by Set of Sonic? You know, Closing Time. It's been, that, you know, that song. I'm you know gonna, what I'm talking about, I'm going right? to tab over from Lawyer right here. Just no, so we don't need to listen to that song. Please don't. Anyway. No, he said so, he's going to tab over. So, the, tab over. The, you know that, that band. They're, they're a local band, that actually, did that uh, mm-hmm. to Minneapolis. Semisonic. Uh, yeah, Semisonic. Yeah. Um, the singer from that band's dad actually comes to my shop. Yeah, that song. Please stop playing it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, his dad comes in, into my shop, mm-hmm. and he has actually a C240 of that oh, same body. No, no, that's, no, a, no, that's no, a 203. Those no. things are piles of crap. Uh-huh. No, not, not, is it the two, it's the same body style as a C63. 230, yeah, it's a 230. 63 is a W204. Yeah. I, the two, I have a W202. Correct. 202 is 95 to 99, 2000, kind of. Yeah, but. yeah it's, it's the same body style as a C63. That's mm-hmm. a W204. C-300. Yeah, it's a W204. Is it a six-speed? Yeah. It's an automatic. I, but, I, but if you find a manual Mercedes, I mean, the planets have a line. A yeah. Guilty, a guilty pleasure of mine, honestly, would be a W204 C300 six-speed. I bet that'd be kind of a cool car. Okay. That would be a properly yeah, cool absolutely. car. Especially but, if you could just dump the 5.5 liter in there, and it would just work. Um, well, see, what you do is you, you just do what I'm doing with a lot of the Mercedes is you convert them over. So the 83 300D I have... Yeah. 
is uh, so I went ahead and purchased a uh, OM648, which was the last straight six diesel that Mercedes produced okay. in the uh, E320 CDI. Yes. That's getting a set of compound turbos on it. And then mm. I. Uh, and a minor pump? What? No, it's common rail. Oh, you're right. Yeah. That's common rail? Oh, yep. That's too bad. That's. Properly cool. Oh yeah, I'm I'm, cool. I'm, I'm hoping to make somewhere around so, 700 foot pounds. So the, the diesel but, the diesel ones don't have some weird diesel CIS then, right? Well, I mean the the old diesel have the traditional mechanical injection. But like which, y- y- your your W123, 123, yeah, yeah, your your 123 doesn't though, right? It's mechanically injected, but it's not what you would call. It's it's not CIS. It's not CIS. It's a better mechanical. It, it, it resembles a, it's just indirect. Injection. If if people are familiar with it, like the uh, the Cummins P seventy one hundred pumps. It's so that's a that. that's a pretty P-pump solid that's yeah. a solid diesel injection system. Though. Absolutely, yeah. it's yeah, about it really the well. most reliable thing you can, you know. So have. if I was looking for because I, I I properly want an mm-hmm. older Mercedes, I've been telling you this since high school, and I've always yeah. been I always been scared away by how incredible dif- incredibly difficult they are. By and me, yeah. yeah. By you, because yeah, but I, I'll hang out. With it's you. my I mean, thing. Fuck I, off. No, no, I introduced you to Mercedes. <laughs> no, anyway, no, he did. Um, <laughs> yes, and I introduced you to I don't, him. I don't know how so I, anyway, exactly I got into it, but yeah. yeah I, anyway, I anyway accept yeah. That. So if I were to be looking for one, that's going to be, you know, fun to drive, mm-hmm. re- reasonable tone. I don't want easy because mm-hmm. I know what I'm getting into. If I wanted easy, I wouldn't even be thinking about anything with three lines on the logo. Um, the old diamond star thing or whatever it's called. Yeah. But so and hard lines in the fuel system. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so th- that's I'd be looking for a W one twenty three diesel then, right? Okay. So with the one twenty three diesels, is the first thing you have to accept. Yes. Is you will not be fast. I don't intend on it. I drive an eighty six GL ten right yeah. now and a <clears throat> Mazda five. I love slow cars. So this this is different. We I I no six one six is six one seven. I have driven right. especially no, 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 body style. So from a factory, a three hundred D will do a twenty four second quarter mile. You That's hit the quarter well fine. before you hit sixty. Yeah. I am perfectly okay with that. Yeah. But you can also drive it like a maniac because you drive like when I drive mine right now, it's foot to the floor all the time, everywhere for no reason at all because I can. Okay, so and you never are speeding. We the we reason is always because you have to be. We always <laughs> yes. ask with our guests. We always ask, do you go slow car fast or fast car slow? You are the living embodiment of slow car fast. Then, yes and no. So, slow car fast is one of my favorite things. Yes, because. Mm-hmm. You can drive like a complete maniac. Every car I've ever owned is like that. Yeah, it's it's a riot. But at the same time, a fast car, and not just any like fast car, like supercars. That's not that's not as exciting. No, you need a fast car that's trying to kill you. So it's more a matter of excitement. You're talking about a slow car that you've made fast. Yes, or something like a Countach, where it's just it's designed to kill you at all points in time, even standing still. A car that wasn't fast that was made fast. It was made because a first gen Countach was not really that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but I mean, like for the era, it was pretty fast. But I mean, no, I'm talking about you want something that's more. On the verge of killing you at all points in time. Yeah, in the basically. Because if you look at the 240D was considered adequate. Yes. Yes. That's, that's fine. That's yeah. appalling. Yeah, yes. that, that, that's all right. So, you, no, I, I'm on the same level because, yeah, I, would, I have more fun driving mm-hmm. a Mitsubishi Mirage at 70 miles an hour <laughs> than I do driving my <clears throat> EF Civic at 70 miles an hour because a Mitsubishi Mirage feels like I'm actually going to die in it. Yeah. Whereas the Civic, I'm like, eh, this is kind of competent. 
<laughs> so like, and then see, that's the thing with, with the range of Mercedes when you're dealing with some of the older stuff. So like the, the 83, 300D I have, you can be doing 80 miles an hour and you feel like you're going the speed of light. <laughs> like, yeah, I want that. Oh, it's, it's phenomenal. And you know, if you, you know, throw some springs in it or cut the coils, that's Which fine. is reasonable because yeah. it's, it's a constant rate spring, right? Well, no. You just don't give a shit. Well, and the trick is to know how many coils to cut. There you go. And, anyway, um, and we're not telling people some... to cut coils here. Absolutely not. Just uh, corners. <laughs> just, um, <laughs> just cut corners. Yes. Exactly. And so, I mean, coils and some uh, Bilstein HDs, and it's a decently handling car. You can throw it through the clover leaves at That's all I speed. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. I, I've... Well, you've known me most of my life. Oh, um, yeah. I've never owned or been interested in a car that's actually fast. Mm-hmm. I like cars that I can go 60 miles an hour in and have all the fun in the world. Yep. So yeah. that would be a perfect car for yeah, me. Because as yeah. it sits right now, my um, the, the, the diesel is probably one of the funnest cars I have to drive. Cause, that's only because the C36 is currently one of the getting most turbos. fun cars. Not funnest. Oh, whatever. Um, it's an okay. important distinction. So this is true. What about, I'm sorry for butchering our language. What, what about the um, oh <laughs> god, like the um, the 560 SEL era? They had diesels of those. <clears throat> what about those sedans? Are are those the, You're talking about 126? Yeah, the yeah, 126. 126 yes. The 126 is those still had turbos. the same they, they, fuel injection system as the or diesel injection system as yeah, so it's the it's, 123. It's still the. Uh, Oh, well, it depends on the year. The, oh, it's still the OM six seventeen. If it's the, the same generation for an early, then they went to six oh threes. Then they went to six oh threes. I'm sorry. I we talked about the, one of the earlier episodes. We talked about the three fifty SDL as well, yes. like the cars that gets a bad rap, but it doesn't deserve it. No, it doesn't. Well, there's that guy that was a six oh three car. There's that gentleman in town who's got the three fifty SDL, and he's got a massive turbocharger on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But no, he, but his isn't an original engine. He's got a 606 in his. Yeah. Oh, does he? Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, one of the see, later E300D or whatever. And that's that's where some of the fun comes in. Some of the later diesel straight sixes are pretty easy to tune and to get some... The later? Yeah. So the, the 603s, 606s. Yeah. Um, and the 606 is basically just a twin cam 603. So yep. how much of a nightmare is it to put one of those engines into a 123? Not bad at Very all. Very easy. Yeah. Like it's, Ooh, I, yeah. I think even the mounts line up. It's, it's close. It's doable either way. Yeah. Without it's much it's like, it's about. like doing a, like an EJ swap on like an 80 Subaru. Like yeah. all yeah. the provisions are there. Everything's you there. can just the do e- it. It's just a matter of time. The yeah. EA and the EJ are probably like 617 to 603. Okay. Yeah. So the, yeah. All right. So, um, or so, I, I guess like putting a, like a two JZ into a Cressida or something where yeah. yep. all, the J- yeah. all, there, all the provisions are there. It's just, they didn't the do it from yeah, the factory yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. or okay. you could be spiteful, you know, or self-loathing like myself and go with the 648, the 648, which, which engine is so that? that? That's the one out of the, the E320 CDI. That's so the one from the two thousands, right? Is that a very, very late one twenty four or an early no, no, that's uh, two ten. So, okay. so yeah. we're, we're talking for so that's common rail, and there's All right, no. So, so here, here let's, let's just back up a second. We're we're saying we're just slapping around Mercedes chassis codes, ninety six to two thousand ish. I was gonna say because those there, we have listeners that I know for oh, a that's fact true, yeah. they should are like into like a... Nissan POWs and stuff. Yeah, uh, and they <laughs> they are probably utterly confused, if not having just killed themselves. Have them <laughs> turn on the Googler, the Googler. Okay. 
And Google's up the words. Google's up the words. Google's up the words. All right. So, I guess we could tell them a bit more of the detail, but like, so, really, so, you should know Mercedes turbo diesel engine codes. So, yeah, so Trey, you, yeah, obviously, obviously, I mean, I mean, who, who in America doesn't know Mercedes diesel engine codes? I mean, yeah. it's like basically the same thing as Nellis. I mean, I, I will admit I didn't know the code of the engine that he has in his. Yeah, car. I know, right? So, all right, so. <laughs> Why did you go? I, I've I've literally spent thousands of hours researching all these. things. Why have you? It's not good to admit that. No, no. It's, well, it's not like, just Mercedes. It's he's like me, except I got lazy and I started purchasing cars where all the research has been done. He does the research for everybody else. Yeah. Yep. Actually, I guess I ended up having to do that with my Subaru. Yeah. With suspension. Because I the have, spectrum of this room is very colorful. Yeah. Yes. It I is. have no desire to mess with Subarus though. That's totally fair. Yeah. No, Smart it's man. totally fair. I have yeah. no desire to mess with anything from America ever. Even the American cars I like were actually made in France. What about a Hillborn injection system from the 1950s? <laughs> See, I don't know why you don't want to futz with the American stuff. It's too easy. You know, it's all it been done. It is too easy. It's, okay, yeah, it's I'll been, give you that. It's all, it's all been done. You know, it's yeah. like, well, you I, can I, here's wave. the question. I love, tri- don't get me wrong, I love Tri-Fives. Like, your 57 that you won in that poker game, I love yeah. that. Like, that, those, that those, was, are, that those car. are cool cars to me. Like, that's an American car I might futz with, mm-hmm. but... As of, for like, when, when you think of American cars, when you think like second and third gen Camaros and like muscle cars and stuff like that, I don't know. It's like, I appreciate it. It's just mm-hmm. personally, it's all been done. You, and I want to always been the I, fan I of the JDM it, stuff. It's not, it's not just that. Is in the Jags catalog. Exactly. I yeah. want some, it's not even really the JDM <clears throat> thing because I've been moving more into like just weird cars. I guess that's true. The, the, and, uh, like unknown and obscure, shall we say. I, I, I get, all right, so as an example, doing this the suspension, lowering my Subaru GL10 mm-hmm. gave me more satisfaction than LS swapping the Civic because... LS VTech for the list. Yeah, 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 sorry, LS I should be yeah, yeah, B, be non-VTech. My brain for a split second over was like, cam, ah, LS4! <laughs> I'm sorry, I, that was a Honda term. But B18B non-VTech swapping my Civic. Oh my goodness. Because I had to do... So, you realize we're supposed to be talking about CIS. Yeah, right but now, right? I mean, it's, okay. it's still the same concept. I did do this, the same amount of ridiculous, like, research to figure out how all this shit works. Yeah. And so, anyway, back on topic. Thank you, you chose this CDI engine. That's what I call it. Oh, it's, yeah. All right, that's just way easier. Why? Because it's, uh, it was a challenge. So it's go. basically yeah. this whole Same topic yeah. we're talking about. Because literally my plan was to take this thing, put compound turbos on it, and then I have a transmission out of a Dodge Viper that I'm going to mate it to. And the plan Doesn't is... Have, why on earth did you choose that transmission? Because it's a T56 and the six gear ratio is 0. 0.5 to 1. Oh. And the whole plan is is to put this car together and then do a traditional cannonball run and break the record. With a diesel. With a diesel. <laughs> Which, I mean, the current record, at, so at least as far as point, I know, is actually held. To, 0.5 to 1? Yeah. C to shining sea. C to shining sea. So, New what, York to LA. What, what holds the current record? Uh, Mercedes. No way. I thought it was an Infiniti QX. I was like, how A diesel. A diesel Mercedes. That's Because fantastic. it is vastly superior. talking about the diesel record. Oh, the diesel record. No, no. So, the overall. I'm wondering. I'm pretty sure the overall was held by a Hellman Mercedes car. I thought, the, well, yeah, but it's like a CL500 with like 300 gallon fuel cell in the trunk or something crazy. It's uh, and like a baby blue, so it's invisible to police. <laughs> and and the <laughs> and the anti radar provisions in the thing took up half the passenger view. Yeah, it That's wasn't hilarious. a light car. 
But yeah, I think our. So anyway, that's. I'm also in it. So the point five to one is super long. Am I the only one here that's envisioning the Helico gear set cut on that? I know, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's got to be insane looking. Well, I mean, because that, I mean, that came in, you know, like, well, it came in the Vipers, it came in the. uh, The The Ram pickup? No, T56. Okay, I wasn't sure. So, uh, like the uh, Mustang Cobras. Uh, well, I, w- I was, I, I, I wasn't sure what came in the in the 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 V10 pickups. No, no. Well, because I, I, I don't I, even know we, if they were available. In, they actually were. Yeah, the SRT10s. Really 10s, oddly, yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah. So maybe it could have been a T56. Because I, I, I just, I really I know, thought they were TR66s. I, I know. I know. It depends on the year. I know how incredibly lazy as a company Chrysler is. So they would definitely just use the same transmission. Sorry. Well, I mean, to put it in perspective with transmissions, the uh, the famous Chrysler W5A580, yeah, everyone loves. What's that's that, not a Chrysler product. What, what's that out it's, of? It's a uh, well, it's in everything. Okay, it's it a manual, automatic, automatic, but Chargers, Challengers, Jeeps. Oh, you uh, mean okay. the Mercedes 722.6? Oh, right, yes. <laughs> so they're so lazy, they just let Mercedes do the job for them, and they and you can actually still get cars with that transmission. Yep. I still have the service manual for a 72026, and it, it covers a lot of modern product. I'm going to so, need to get that from you. I have a PDF of it. So, Perfect. all right, so point, point 0.5 to 1. I, 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 I'm going to get back to this. That's a really long sixth gear ratio. Yeah. So, I mean, basically the plan is here is to average about 80 miles to the gallon okay. and fly like a friggin' maniac in a old prosthetic leg tan Mercedes. The one you got from Colorado, right? Yes. All right, so... I need to tell a story because uh, one twenty three. I don't think you've ever heard the story, so uh, I want to <clears throat> ask before you tell the story okay. or ask yeah, it because it'll be a little long winded. The I know <laughs> that's why I'm asking it. Now. Hey, I'll even tell the story. The, the Viper T fifty six. What sort of shifter mechanism is it? A top loader? Yep. Okay. So and the so the shifter comes. There's a lot the top, of different right? OE style well, T fifty six. So, I was just so the thing is, is that's the desirable. The, one. Okay. Yeah. So because I I bought it from. Uh, what buddy, what? angry Mike. Okay. So what, what's a top loader? A top loader signifies that the actual shifter mechanism goes directly in and controls that's the forks directly. That's I was wondering. A lot okay. of the OEM applications, like the Cadillac, are more like a BMW style where there's a separate carrier behind the transmission. Okay. Kind of that's what I was wondering. Well, it's okay. kind of because um, there's actually two shifter locations. So you can actually unbolt the shifter and move it up and put it sure. in a different spot in the case. Sure. God, this but is it like still goes transmission. Into it. Oh, no, yeah, no, the T56 Yeah, I mean, is, even the American powertrains, like T5s and stuff are like that. Yeah, I mean, tri- I mean, all the Tremec products really are Yeah, they're, they're very, very user-friendly. They're, they're yeah. fantastic transmissions, I do know that. Yes, from, and yeah. parts are plentiful and cheap. Mm, yes. uh, cheap plentiful. as far as... as uh, Relatively speaking. Yeah. They're cheap yeah. compared to Ferrari Bolts. <laughs> well, yes. uh, it, for, for what you're getting, for the performance that no. you're getting, it's it's cheap it, performance. It I, bought, I bought the transmission for $1,200. That's, that, that's what he means by cheap. That's a, cheap is a relativist. $1,200 term, yeah. for a T56 is a good deal. Yes, yeah. that's a great well, deal. With, with less than 30,000 miles on it. Good God, that's a yeah, really good deal. It's not a Viper, of course. Yeah. That's so, amazing it got that. Well, it right. was rear-ended. All right, so this is my... At the track. My, what I was <laughs> trying to ask wall. is... <laughs> I'm wondering if there is some sort of like El Mirage land speed record that you can set with that car. So I did look into this, and I would have to put a cage in the car. Okay. Do it and after the fact. Oh, well, no, because nice I want to. Exactly. It's, it's a really it, perfect car. Can you actually. do a bolt in? No. Don't do it. Because the thing is, if Don't I'm going to do it, it, see, what I would do is I would just simply wait for Speed Week to show up and then wait for someone to start their run and then blow past them. <laughs> And just hijack that. That's shit. how it would happen because turbo lag with compounds. Oh no! 
No, see the. You're I'm gonna I'm, light I'm, it with nitrous. There, there's a bunch no, no. Of see, I'm being I'm being uh, masochistic again, and oh, one of them is variable geometry. Them okay, fair enough. Yeah. Oh, what are you gonna use for a VGT controller? Um, this one's mechanical. Okay, good. I was but really hoping on you were the uh, C36 is getting two electronic VGT turbos. So all right, let's move on. Yeah. Okay. So either way, but you're curious about the story for the. So all right, tell for, the story. We really have to get back to CIS. I, I, I need okay. to. I need. I need to start this with saying we were hanging out at Chase's house. Mm-hmm. A, a friend of a mutual friend of me and Triggs, um, that is Trigg and I, whichever. Um, and you Triggs went and to the bathroom. You went to go take a shit, and then after you took a shit, you just left, like straight up left, and we didn't this see you. No, like okay. and we so assumed you went worked to bed. that way. <laughs> okay, so what what happened was was there shitting involved? Or no, sir. No, no shit. <laughs> um, so thank you, Duke Nukem. <laughs> so. I was originally planning on buying another 1979 79 yeah uh, Toyota Corona wagon perfect with a five speed and it already had the a86 for um, AGE oh no no oh. the uh, uh, suspension in it oh, so yes. it was on coilovers lowered beautiful car ran like a top it was perfect yeah guy ships off to Iraq never gets a hold of me so I'm like I have a ton of money burning a hole in my pocket, you know, because I was, I mean, my last paycheck at the time, you know, like, or I brought like 5,600 bucks home that month. Yeah. After tax and everything. I was making a killing. And I came like this close to importing an R32 Skyline when you could still get them cheap. Yeah. But, now um, they're insane. Oh, yeah. It's stupid. The car's not worth that much. No. But, um, so I just went on Craigslist and went, okay, let's see what I can buy in Colorado because that's where this Corona was. Not only that, it's Colorado's a, the great state to buy cars and yeah. there's so many weird cars that are just rust free. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Especially if you're looking for Subarus, by the way. Oh my God. It's a place to go. But either way. So I find this thing on Craigslist, call the guy up, haggle him for price, go, okay, cool. Fly out there, buy yeah. the car sight unseen. And then I drive an extra hour and a half Southwest to Pike's peak, drive Pike's peak, yes. run out of power two thirds of the way up because <laughs> turbo diesel. <laughs> Struggle to turn around, drive back down Pikes Peak. But the atmospheric compensation device. The atmospheric compensation device needs fuel to spool. <laughs> when there's no air to burn, there's no fuel. <laughs> All right, I took so, Mr. Wags to the top of so Pikes you Peak basically, twice, and it was very in the In the course of 24 stuff. hours, you decided on a whim to just go buy a Mercedes. Yes, and I've done this twice now. Because the other one that's parked outside... I bought on a whim in Florida, flew out there, bought it sight unseen, and drove it back. And averaged 90 to like 140 miles an hour the entire way back. At one time, too, there was a state trooper on Allegedly. My... Yeah, allegedly oh. through Mexico. <laughs> Not through Mexico. <laughs> um, so it was Canada. And then, and then when, when you drove it back... Right, there, eh? what, so then you drove it back, right? So you drove, you drove it back to, to Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And then this is where my story kind of comes up we yeah. were we didn't know you did this no no you were no. uh, you're at the no. dctc car show yeah we were at that uh car queens or whatever and mm-hmm. like we were all hanging out at chase's house one night and then you just like disappeared like because i wasn't paying attention i was like doing something yeah i walked around gave out the high fives the crisp handshakes uh, yeah i thought you went to bed yeah. i thought you were going to bed because the car show started like nine o'clock in the next morning it was like like 10 p.m or something mm-hmm. so y- you instead of going home got on a plane Flew to Colorado, bought a car, and drove there. Anyway, he gets to the show, right? I know. He brought it to my shop almost immediately after bringing it Yeah. Home. So he, he drives it up to the show, and he just, like, shows up in this, like, really nice, uh, 
and like this prosthetic is, limb tan I was going to say Mercedes. it's hearing aid beige. W- yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah, it is. It is not beautiful. It's the color. Like color. It looks great on the car, but yeah. if you painted your walls that, it's you'd a probably offend terrible people. Terrible color. Yeah, yeah. but it's, it's um, nursing home grade. For no, sure. you just like straight showed up at this. I'm like, where did you get this car? You're like, I went to Colorado. I bought it. I'm like, bullshit. You went to Colorado. He goes, look at the license plate. It had a Colorado license no, plate No, no, there on. were no license plates. Oh, there, there wasn't. No, you had Because they keep the, the plates ti- over there. It was the title that you showed me. That's what it was. Yep. But it, like, what? Yep. <laughs> Blew my mind. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, CIS. CIS, yeah. Anyways, Back CIS. on original topic, you know? That was an entire episode-long digression. <laughs> how yeah. Long, how long has this digression been? 55. <laughs> oh, my oh my god. god. Okay, so, so many topics. Maybe we'll have. I, I cut one of them already from the podcast. <laughs> now it's just because we don't have time for it. <laughs> so maybe what I'll do is I'll come back another time and we'll do a thing on traveling to buy weird cars. That that I would say would be yeah, a great. That's going to be a three-hour episode. episode. I got a couple of those too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we all have them. Well, you don't. Oh, I do. Where have you gone? Wait, no, that's a digression. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I caught it. We're good at those. Yes. Okay, we are sorry, I, listeners. Um, I hate CIS, and I'm going to go ahead and bring us on to another topic just yes. because um, I want to talk about the Lamborghini. Uterus. Oh, the Uterus. No, it's, you guys are all mispronouncing Uterus? anus. Anus. Sorry. Lamborghini, the Lamborghini anus. anus. Did you know <laughs> that that vehicle has the largest size production brake disc of any vehicle sold in the United States. Do tell. The I don't front care. Brake disc. It's a crossover. Yes, the d- <laughs> Yeah, but it's, it's an opportunity car. to retrofit. But yeah, this is a VAG product after all, so they'll probably fit on your Golf. Mhm. Guess the diameter of the front brake disc. I, on this right thing. right now I'm making the Tony Stark um, eye rolling face from Iron Man. 148. So. Uh, I'm I'm going to say a little what? bigger, larger. Oh, 16. Yeah. Larger. No way. 17.5? Larger. <laughs> oh, my God. How big are these? 17.3-inch brake disc. That's almost two feet. That no, is, <laughs> no, it's not even close. It's <laughs> really not. No, it's, Please it's don't listen to Ryan. It's, 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 it's a, a foot, foot and a half. half. It's a foot and a half, but I like to round up. It's, oh, my God. A 6.2-inch roundup is fine. <laughs> That's how he does it with the ladies, man. <laughs> hey, when you tell him you got two and you whip out four, you're a hero. <laughs> hey, exactly. <laughs> under promise, over deliver. That's what yeah. I always say. But what is that, 17, 17.3. 17.3. 17.3. And I'm guessing it's got a chunky caliper on it. Oh, yeah. But when I was perusing, I I don't get I don't really care about most news stories with cars, but this thing came up. I'm like, wow! Because <laughs> I remember it, I was at an auto show. I think it was the Minneapolis Auto Show in 2002. BMW released their 4.6 IS X5. Yeah. It was like their first hot SUV, whatever. Ugh. It had 15 inch front brake discs. I'm like, that is absolutely bananas. Mm-hmm. I remember I was sitting in this like one of the side rooms at the Minneapolis Convention Center, looking through the prototype vehicles. Yeah. And this was a prototype vehicle, and I could not believe the size of this brake disc. It was inside a 20 inch wheel, and it was filling, filling the entire thing. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. <laughs> this has two additional inches. That is oh double the surface area of the brake disc. Of this X5 4.6 IS, which blew my 11-year-old mind out the window in 2002. <laughs> which I'm aging so, myself, but it's fine. But can you believe the size of the disc on that? It's not a big vehicle. I was telling you, I th- saw no, one of these anuses on the road the other day with manufacturer plates on it. It's not big. So how much does this thing weigh? Is it like a really heavy I vehicle? I guess it's a terrible vehicle. It, well, because, like, well, because the thing is, Q5, if you think about it. It's a so Q5 it's, with it, a V12 or something. I don't know. It's probably yeah, 45 If you think about it, it's probably 45 There comes a time where the making a larger 
brake system no longer is effective for the vehicle yeah. because you run out of tire. Yep. And but it looks super cool. That's true. What did you that's say probably about putting, why the anus uh, exists? What did you say about, put, about putting G wagon brake boosters onto Mercedes 190s? Oh no! See, <laughs> I'm I'm a believer that brake boosters makes a weak man or woman. <laughs> I have manual uh, brakes on May 30 M3 with the S54, just so everyone knows. Yep. Double See, horsepower, no power assist. Yep. Wow. I, I just I just I've never I, heard I put, a I put on like I put that. on a very it was for effect. I put on a very large brake booster on my Civic just because I wanted to say I have a ridiculous brake booster in my car. I could stop on my like, brakes through a Big Mac and I would still stop in time. Oh, yeah. No, I just wanted to put mine on because I... My, my and whole, still eat the Big Mac intact. The whole thing about my Civic is I like to... I, That's my brake th- test. That car that car's not built to like actually Big be Mac effective. Approved. My Civic's just built to have like... I call hilarious it numbers on it. <laughs> the Mac attack. Like, I like how we're having this conversation completely while, Ryan. while I'm trying to do something. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. Is that's it productive normal. though? <laughs> yes. Anyway, so next story. Uh, we have one last story we need to cover. Yep. Um, this is one I found, which sounds incredibly boring. Um, is it about an old man mobile? Yeah, it's a coming old, old man mobile. Please tell me it's an 89 Buick. It's the new... 1989 Buick Saber. No, yes! It is uh, Cadillac uh, Can Cimarron. Uh, the next car they make is a Pribia Cimarron. Um, oh, wow. The note actually has the word Cimarron. Yeah. No, they, they canned their... All right. So, all right. You know Cadillac's are making a lot of cool cars lately? The, all the V yeah, models. They got like the, the CTSV wagon and the, stuff with the, the ATSV. So, the guys... Do okay. they still produce those? No, I, God, no. Nope, exactly. So, anymore. they don't make them cool. Well, so they're making ATSV they, they, they make. They make yeah, they're pretty quick, actually. They still yeah. make cool... Well, you're not going to get that anymore. Um... <laughs> Do tell Ryan why won't we be getting the fun so manual rear wheel drive Cadillacs anymore? They they canned the dude that's responsible for that. His name his last name is Denison, um, and there he was the CEO I'm about to Denison cars. Eh? Yeah, well he's a he's a CEO and the kind of the TL the Tuang didn't read version of this is um, Cadillac felt that he was spending too much time chasing the Germans in the luxury car market, but Let that's me, who you're supposed to chase. I know. And he didn't spend enough time embracing yeah. their heritage, the heritage which includes the Cimarron, the Elante, the Seville, and the Catera. Okay, so don't get me wrong. I love the old Cadillac boats. Like that big stupid ones and driving back and forth all day? Yeah, yes. absolutely. They're fun to drive. They're cool. They're comfortable. But you cannot have that in today's it's not a mo- it's not a matter. It's not a modern vehicle. It doesn't make sense. No. Anyway, so they're mad because he hasn't been making enough uh, large sedans, enough crossovers and so they want to bring the dts back basically because cadillac sales are down seven percent because their demographic died already yeah I mean, it's Trigg's friends yeah yeah they're all dying oh like, yeah dave loved his north star yeah he, i'm he sure he swore did. that thing I up like and down north stars yeah. too but, but only that's, if they take care of them well, well, right, so, so this that's, is this is the thing this is the thing is that <laughs> cadillac finally was turning the leaf and they're t- mm-hmm. becoming cool and for the leaf? first time yeah sure for the first time since jfk was assassinated cadillac was cool and now they're like oh no oh but, no no we can't JFK do that took a link yeah he did but i was yeah, saying roughly that era because after that that kind of was like martha decline of cadillac because that was like the last few years of like the 50s style was like 60 you know 63 64 well, jfk was assassinated 64 yeah but 63 64 63 it's 63. No, it's I don't 63. know because I didn't kill him. Anyway, I'm not Lee Harvey. So there's a picture of me on a grassy knoll with a couple of my old friends. 
we were so, just d- practicing so any anyway for the for the first time since the mid 1960s mm-hmm. Cadillac was actually like legitimately oh, yeah. cool and they're doing the General Motors of shooting themselves in the foot oh, and absolutely. annihilating it I can't tell you how many people I've talked to that go the CTSV wagon is like my dream car nobody is they brought Earth. 83 manuals into existence do you they, have any idea how much those things trade hands for already I'm oh, sure yeah. yeah but that's the thing nobody on earth gives a shit about a crossover nobody does people that buy the thing is the mm. crossovers what about the, the crossovers race? sell I, no now let me finish this the crossovers sell but it doesn't bring anybody they into lease. a dealership. It doesn't bring anybody into a dealership. Buys a crossover? Do they lease every one of those fucking things? Still, yeah. you have to go into a dealership for that. Nobody. Well, nobody, I can tell you for a fact the crossover market's pretty hot. So no, I can tell you that too. That's a fact. But the thing is, you're gonna have an immediate thing with like people right now. But you're gonna do the Mitsubishi, where it, you're gonna be super cool for about five minutes until the crossover thing goes away. And you already have no customers left because you have no customer loyalty. Mm-hmm. Having somebody like this Denison guy who who made all the V cars and made things cool. I mean, he made interesting things for he, I shouldn't say I shouldn't say he made all the mm-hmm. V cars, but he's responsible for expanding it. Mm-hmm. That's how you get lifetime customers. Because that's yeah. this is exactly why Subaru is doing so well and nobody gives a shit about Mitsubishi. Because mm-hmm. Mitsubishi never took the time to actually well, like embrace their enthusiasts. They made the Evo, yeah, but they didn't do anything else. Well, and the interesting thing is, is that's actually happening in a lot of uh, manufacturers. So, like, yes. you know, today was my final day working with Mini with Cooper. Mini Cooper yeah. Thank God. Hey, they're, they're a lot of fun to drive. They are. They are very they fun are cars. horribly anyway, unreliable. So, actually, the newest line is... Well, the digression. Anyway, the digression. Anyway, digression. The new ones are good. Stop it. Stop because they're BMWs. One second. We're, we're, we're digressing. Still bad. We need to finish this up. So anyway. But either way. Bad so engine. What, what they're doing is um, is they're taking all the fun colors from the dealerships and they're doing varying shades of black and gray. Shut and up. Seriously? Yeah. 100%. Nobody cares about that. Everybody buys well, the fun colors of Mini Cooper. So we, that, the reason we're, you know upset about that in the first place, you know, talking to our mini rep and whatnot. I was like, the business people buy these cars to escape the mundane business and to do something exciting. And the yeah. same thing applies with the CTSVs and the other yeah. you know, exciting Cadillacs. They buy them because it's a nice car and it's an escape. Sure, yeah. you, can, you can pile your family into the CTS and be comfortable and it can be quiet when you want it to be. So but you, you can also still do 170 miles. All right, so, so basically... Uh, what manufacturers want is they want you to either have a car that's loud and garish like a Civic Type R mm-hmm. or have a car that is that Lexus ES330 right down there. Yeah, it's a washing machine. There's no in-between. Yep. You a have everything or nothing. You, you can either yep. be an, a, a 22-year-old Yabo or you can be a 150-year-old man who's about to die. Yeah. It's, it's no basically a lifted 99 Camry. It's... That it's just oh, five, so oh, five, it's so <laughs> dumb. Anyway, Cadillac um, going back to shooting themselves in the foot. General Motors as a whole um, on that bombshell. No, no, no. One more thing. One more thing. Isn't that copyrighted? No. Okay. I don't care if it is. <laughs> you got to tell us about your whiskey. Yes. You oh, have your that's whiskey. right. I do have whiskey. Trig, who has joined us kindly this week, is not a beer drinker. He is a no. whiskey drinker. And I just want to quickly hear about this because I don't know much about whiskey. And I just want to be briefly schooled on that before we drop out here. So basically, um, you know, I just I discovered I couldn't drink beer because I felt like 
crap the next morning. Too much sand in your vagina. That's too bad. No, see, but I can drink this entire bottle overnight and wake up at I 6 a.m. being I, deliberately I, 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 can, I, I know. can understand that, yeah. Yeah. Please tell so, us about your whiskey. <clears throat> I, I don't get drunk on beer. If I get drunk, I use hard liquor. It, mm. it, getting drunk on beer is terrible. I can get so, drunk on it, but I black out on hard liquor. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a, uh, a single malt scotch. Problems. It's full of rufal, and I'm told. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Keeps things exciting. <laughs> Right, uh, so what is it? What's what's the whiskey called? Belvenine. 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 Yeah. Okay. So it how is, many malts are contained within it? Uh, it is a single malt. It is a single so, malt. Singular malt. So, how many years has it been contained it in is some a sort of barrel wood. device? So, so they put a barrel within a barrel like a no, barrel. So section? it's a it's a twelve year aged. So it's a double wood. So basically, that means is they start the aging process in a single cask. In this case, it's a virgin white oak cask. So, so is fun. A, a white oak cask yes. that has yes. not been used previously. I know, right? for, no one has ever. It's it's a white oak cask that's not previously been used. For, Correct. Okay. Yep. So for for, for those for who don't bourbon. know, yeah. So it's a brand yeah. new so cask touched for the very first time by this whiskey. Yep. Like a okay. virgin. Like a virgin. Uh, and then it's moved. <laughs> I'm slightly ashamed of myself for the record. <laughs> hey, it was a good reference. I, okay. I appreciate anyway, it. So anyway, then it's moved to a secondary cask. Which that is was not once, a virgin. Which is not a virgin. Okay. Its name is Sherry. And what was she used for? Sherry. So. It's a used Sherry how, how cask. Does, how does that improve the, the taste of it? So basically what that well, does is like that sherry. makes. Well, I mean, kind of, yeah. But it gives you like uh, basically a slightly sweet finish on the palate. Okay. So okay. After, after you sw- swallow the uh, the mouthful you had, you kind of get a slightly t- uh, as as opposed like tangy sweet as opposed the to tangy just zip re- of Miracle Whip. So as a, as opposed <laughs> to just reusing the cask or just using a, a brand new cask entirely. Okay. So what mm-hmm. does and humor me? Why don't they just use two brand new or two used? That's casks? precisely what I'm getting at. Yeah. Well, so, I asked it in much shorter, more precise words. Thank you. Um, so basically, they use the the unused cask, um, so that way it doesn't change flavor other than what they want it to be. So in this case, it'd be the flavor of the oak itself. Okay. So it, it's a control measure, right? Uh, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't say it's a control measure. I mean, if you want to get crazy about it, you could do like a white whiskey, which is it's basically uh, whiskey for vodka drinkers. My, that sounds strangely patriotic. <laughs> Wait, do you mean they make whiskey in colors? <laughs> all right. Anyway, so shame to myself again. So, all right, you're welcome. I'm sorry. We, we we keep drawing you off okay. topic. But uh, yeah, either way, I've uh, never had this one before. It was given to me a matter of hours ago. Uh, yeah, that sounds fantastic yeah well, I, I've, I've been curious i learned a small amount about whiskey today yeah if you ever want to try i uh i buy a lot of bottles of whiskey and I, it takes me like six months to, or probably longer than that to drink a bottle well you, you just you don't drink all that much no i don't so. well because whiskey is meant to be savored yeah, yeah it is. unless sure. like um, bacon yes it, it, the thing well, is bacon, it, you're supposed bacon. to. Alcoholic if you're, if you're the alcoholic sort of person bacon. that brings a whiskey anywhere and you don't just sit down and drink it you are officially an alcoholic like, if you don't just, like, sit there to enjoy it and you just drink it to get drunk, that is the definition of an alcoholic, uh, especially when it comes to whiskey. So right, let's see, that, uh, looks, that looks delicious. Oh, it smells delicious. Get a, so, get a whiff of that. So tell me about the malting process. Like, what makes a, what makes a single malt better than a, you know, multi, multiple? It doesn't. 
See, that's the best part about whiskey. Is yeah, there's a million ways really to make good. it. Really good. Yeah. There you go. But yeah, there, there's. I'm smelling this just to humor him. Oh, oh my! All right, is that a no? It smells like whiskey. Well, I hope it would. Oh my <laughs> Was that a pun? Would. <laughs> I have been waiting years to use that. Sample the aroma in your glass. Sample the whiskey itself. Give us your verdict. Well, uh, smells like whiskey. Excellent. That is a <laughs> Slightly very, sweet. very good sign. I'm trying not to be pompous about it because I never do this. You can, you can be as pompous mm, as this. Woody, uh, no, you, no, you go you ahead be, and be pompous. You can be as pompous as you want. This podcast is... We are completely pompous about everything here. That is, is full really of pomp good. and circumstance? Describe it. I can taste something very shallow and botantic. <laughs> is it Ryan? Do you taste the effervescence of Ryan? You should try this. Uh, I find it very shallow and there. I pick up on your family guy line and I substitute my own. Like that's it's actually God that that is a very that's really good. good. As, and, no, you're supposed to hand me the bottle back. Not the glass. I, that's, that's mine. For the record, Ryan handed a almost empty paper cu- <laughs> plastic cup back to Trig <laughs> and kept, kept the full kept the bottle, bottle of nice whiskey. That is a properly good bottle of whiskey. Like, wow. I've had some whiskeys where you take the sip and you swear to God all your hair is going to come off your head. And no, like it, it's it's obviously I mean like all right so like for people that aren't like whiskey drinkers like, like it's me. a hard liquor where yeah, yeah a hard liquor well, it's going to have um, a bite to it this yeah. is forty three percent by volume but it's kind of for the American drinkers out there a, a, a crappy whiskey um yeah. or any any crappy liquor like Jack will, Daniels yeah like yeah. that it'll like kind of fireball it'll, it, it'll it'll taste like <laughs> it'll taste like a mouthwash that is flavored as such yeah uh, this. Uh, it has that bite, but mm. it doesn't like it, it doesn't like sting your tongue as much. It actually it it feels really smooth. smooth. Yeah. It's something you could actually enjoy neat. It it, it it's kind of like smoking Which a good for cigar. Our non-drinking listeners out there means plain. Yeah, it, it's kind of it's kind of it's a nice cube. It's like having on a rock, on it, a rock, singular like rock. a rock. Plural is just far too. I enjoy my whiskey on the Chevy. All right, well, all right. This has been a digression of digressions. Oh yeah. Well, no, I think if you drew a family tree that contained the thought progression of this episode, it would be really. What's that about? If you drew a family tree, you would have Trig's dad because his dad (laughs) is a tree. No, my dad is not a tree. He looks like a combination of Tom Selleck and Stalin. It's actually entirely true. true. Either way, digression on that bombshell. Cadillac will be going under very soon. Buy one while you still can. Whiskey's and good. Triggs Beer's whiskey good. is delicious. CIS is terrible. CIS is terrible. Just Summed have, it all up. Yep. Have Thank you very much, Trig, for coming on. I'm well, glad to be here. I hope to be I back at some point. Very, very love to have you sorry back. for this episode. Yeah, I, I'd like to formally apologize for my uh, first uh, appearance. I'll try to keep it neat and less stay aggressive. Well, God, so punny. I know. Right? <laughs> we all need right. to turn this off now. Yeah. Bye. Bye, everyone. Good. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.